It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm Bonnie Christian and here's what's happening in Tech Today, Tuesday, June the 23rd. We're announcing that the Mac is transitioning to our own Apple Silicon. Apple boss Tim Cook confirmed rumours the firm will transition its Mac laptop and desktop computers to its own ARM-based processors. The move means instead of running on Intel's chips, they'll run on the same type of silicon chips used in iPhones and iPads. Intel was forced to make a public apology in 2018 after problems it had manufacturing its own designs. At the first virtual WWDC event, Mr Cook said the shift away from Intel will allow Apple to offer new features and improved performance. And if it can convince third-party developers to update their apps, Apple's Johnny Saruji says there's good news for them too. We'll have a common architecture across all of our product lines, making it far easier for developers to write and optimise software for the entire Apple ecosystem. But it won't be a quick swap. Mr Cook says that while the first Mac with Apple Silicon will likely ship towards the end of the year, it'll be two years before the full product line makes the jump. And the big announcements aren't limited to the hardware. Apple also announced a new look for its latest iOS, which powers the iPhone and iPad. Rolling out in autumn, iOS 14 will introduce a new app library for users that Apple's Craig Federighi says makes it easier to find and organise the app icons on the home screen. So here in App Library, getting to the app I'm looking for is really easy. Up at the top, I have the search field, and I get all my apps organized from A to Z. Now, over here on the upper left, I have suggestions. It uses on-device intelligence to show me the apps that I'm likely to need next. As part of the redesign, incoming calls and voice assistant Siri will no longer take up the entire screen, instead appearing as a notification banner across the top of the iPhone or iPad. And there's some long-awaited improvements to their apps too. Messages will now feel a lot more like WhatsApp, with features such as tagging people in conversations or direct message replies in group chats. The new version of Maps, which has already launched in the US and will come to the UK later this year, will include directions for cyclists looking for quieter or less hilly routes. 
Over on Apple Watch, the much-asked-for sleep tracking mode has been confirmed for the first time. It takes into account sleep duration goals and uses machine learning to track micro-movements during sleep. And in a feature designed for the Times, Apple's Kevin Lynch says the watch will even detect when and how long for you're washing your hands. Our approach here is using machine learning models to determine motion which appears to be hand washing and then use audio to confirm the sound of running water or squishing soap on your hands. During this, you'll get a little coaching to do a good job. You'll see a countdown along with haptics and sounds to make sure you wash as long as you're supposed to. Over at Google, it's facing a petition from its own workers to stop selling email and other services to police departments. In a petition seen by Reuters, the workers are disappointed with the tech giant for not joining the millions who want to defang and defund police departments. Calls for scaling back traditional policing have gained momentum through protests following the death of George Floyd in police custody in Minneapolis last month. The petition is signed by 1,600 workers and says Google should not be in the business of profiting from racist policing. It specifically points to the company's sale of its G Suite package, which includes email, file storage and document editing, to the police department in Clarkstown, New York. In response, a Google spokesman told Reuters the firm has long-standing terms of use of these platforms and the products will remain available for governments and local authorities, including police departments. Meanwhile, Facebook is facing its own calls to stand up to racism. US outdoor equipment brand Patagonia has become the latest company to announce an advertising boycott of Facebook and Instagram. The ban will take place through at least the month of July, it says, adding that the social media giant has failed to take steps to stop the spread of hateful lies and dangerous propaganda on its platform. In a post, Facebook said it stands against racism and supports the black community and all those fighting for equality and justice every single day. Patagonia joins the North Face and the outdoor gear company Re, which have announced similar boycotts in recent days. It's not clear how much the boycotts will affect Facebook's advertising revenue, which was nearly $70 billion or £56 billion last year, making up nearly all of its total revenue for the year. According to Facebook's ad library, Patagonia spent nearly $1 million on advertisements about social issues or politics between May 2018 and June 2020. If you're enjoying this bulletin, then please take a moment to subscribe and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts.
China has put into orbit the final satellite in its Beidou 3 navigation system. The successful launch allows China to no longer rely on the US government-owned GPS as tensions increase between the two countries over coronavirus, trade and Hong Kong. The $10 billion network is made up of 35 satellites and provides global navigation coverage. The launch had been scheduled for last week but was delayed after technical problems were found with the rocket in pre-launch tests. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And finally, scientists are making big steps towards a coronavirus vaccine for animals. They say two possible vaccines have proved successful in laboratory tests. The vaccine group says the development is a significant step in eliminating SARS-CoV-2 in existing animal sources. Such vaccines could also be used to ensure cats and other pets do not become a reservoir for future outbreaks. The company is also investigating the potential of human vaccines. The next stage will be key to assessing its safety and efficacy for use in people. You're up to date. Subscribe and come back tomorrow for a fresh update on the latest news from the worlds of tech and science. Also, check out our podcast, Women Tech Charge. Dr. Anne-Marie Amaffedon meets amazing women leading the way in science, tech, maths and engineering. There are two whole seasons to binge and the links in the show notes. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow.